The Life Simplified ladies are doing a short survey to improve the podcast, and we'd love to hear your feedback. For a chance to win some UK swag, complete our survey linked in our show notes. Thanks. Welcome to Life Simplified. Today, we are keeping with a theme and doing our Take Back Tuesdays. And so on today's episode, I have chosen one of my favorites, and it's the Building Focus episode. And it's a great episode. It really dives into and encourages us to stay focused, minimize distractions, whether it's at home or whether it's at work. And so I have uh, asked our ladies here to reflect a little bit to determine what they have done, things they have changed to stay focused and minimize distractions. And so before we do that, I'll give them a minute to think about it because it could be, you know, like our other ones were like, hmm, are we really doing that? (laughs) But it's goals and baby steps, which we've talked about. We talked about prioritizing tasks. And so we dove into the Eisenhower matrix and I won't go into a lot of that, but it is just kind of determining what's urgent, what's not urgent, what you can maybe delegate. And we also talked about finding flow in your work and really focusing in and getting things done, controlling time and managing tasks, like deconstructing if it's a large task, making it into smaller chunks of time to accomplish that goal. And then, of course, setting goals, whether they're long-term or short-term, obviously um, helps us build focus and really zone in on what we're trying to accomplish. So, ladies, how would you like to share what uh, improvements that you have made over the past year? Well, I'm still working on this building focus mindset But one thing that I have really tried to do, I know that I do my best work in the mornings. So if there's a task that really needs my attention, then I will go ahead and add that to my to-do list. I don't necessarily use the Eisenhower method, but I use a version of it. I, I put my list in order and I do the really big tasks first thing in the morning. And especially those tasks that I don't really want to do. I go ahead and do them while I'm at my best. And then I save those more fun activities for the afternoon when I am kind of getting in that little bit of a slump. And But I enjoy that activity, so I'm ready to be focused on it. And then another thing, I've really been trying to just close my door when it's something that I need to focus on. Just shut my door for a little bit, stay focused, get the job done, and then I can open my door again. Yeah, I like that you say just shut your door because sometimes I do that. And if you think about it, it's such a small thing to do. It's not, you know, earth shattering. It's like, I'm just going to close my door, work for 20 or 30 minutes, find your flow, Mm -hmm. stay focused and get that work done. So I, I think that's good. And that's something that I've tried to work on a little bit as well. Yeah, I'm going to echo that. That's something I do on a regular basis um, because I need to be able to focus without distractions. And I'm someone who can find themselves in conversations with people and talking through things on a regular basis. And sometimes it pulls me away from the flow and I can't find the flow. Um, It doesn't happen. I'm flowing in a different direction than I need to be, maybe. So I, I do like to shut my door. I even will put my office phone on Do Not Disturb. Because that will be a distraction to me as well. I have to be really intentional 
with just taking all distractions away from myself to get into the flow. And so I've tried to do that a lot this year and it works really well. I did find that I had to be honest with some people because sometimes when you shut a door and you put a phone on do not disturb, people feel like you're trying to avoid them, which is not not the case. And I think maybe sometimes we can use that as avoidance, but no, I, I really just need it so I can focus. And so I had to I realize there's certain people you have to say, I'm not shutting you out. I just need to take a second so that I can get this thing done, whatever it may be. Um, and so I can get it done in a reasonable amount of time. And, and then it's done and I can move on to the next task. I do not use the matrix, by the way, that it, it feels complicated to me. And so to me, that bogs me down. And, and that's okay, because I'm sure other things work for other people. So I'm very much a list person. Um, and I sort of just prioritize throughout the day but one thing that I have found with the shutting out the distractions the do not disturb on the phone the the focusing in on the things that have to be done is when I do that at work I get more accomplished and then I'm able to tie that back into our work-life balance because then I'm able to more align myself with what I value and so when I go home and I have time with my people I can focus on my people because I was more productive at work. And so when I can really focus in and do the things I need to get done Monday through Friday, then I have more freedom to spend time not distracted. I guess distraction is the word with the people I'm with. Because I think all of us have been home and been with the people we care about, but we're not really there because our brain's still working on a project or a deadline or a concern. And so there's more freedom for that work-life balance when I get more done in the hours that are allotted for that task and I'm not bringing it home with me. And that's not always easy. It doesn't always happen. It's not always perfect, but when you can, it just feels better. Like that I can enjoy the other things and I feel more even, even if I'm working harder at work, even if I'm working longer hours, I'm having some evening things. If I get it done in that time, I still feel like I'm more balanced in the, in even the lesser time that I have at home because it's actually there, mind and body. I think that is really good I mean it sounds like you've really been very intentional about that and I think that's something that I need to work on I think I've done a little bit but I think there's always room for improvement of course for myself but that's a great one yeah and it reminds me of of your work-life balance of not taking work home I think it's that same mentality like doing my best to get the things done I need to get done because I want to do my job well so I want to get it done I want to do the things But I want to do it there so it doesn't have to come home with me so that I can be my best self. And I think it also kind of falls into the boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. Throw back to our boundaries episode, right? We have a revisit of that in November. So go back and check it out. Yeah. So I definitely think that ties in together. And, you know, as we've really talked about on our podcast, you know, where our general goal is to help make life a little bit easier even though it's not sometimes as easy as we want it to be so I really think us reflecting back on all these things is helping us push into the new year and then celebrating again I mentioned this before just celebrating our accomplishments and so for me 
I use the matrix. So I had <laughs> Teach not, me your ways. Listen, I had not used it before. And so <laughs> Ashley made me feel bad with all her lists and all her stickies and all the organization. And I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going or what I'm doing. It wasn't so. meant to shame you, though. <laughs> I live in organized chaos, so I don't know. <laughs> don't you love a list, though, now? Uh, I, I'm getting there. I don't believe that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm getting to the <laughs> list are part. great. <laughs> so I do use the matrix. I have a big whiteboard in my office, and I, I, you know, draw the matrix out, and it really helps me identify what I need to do right now, because sometimes I will want to do the fun things, and there it's still two weeks away but I've got something tomorrow that Mm -hmm. I need to get done and so it's really helped me and so um, I hope that you all find the tips that we've talked about now and hopefully you're reflecting on it and then if you haven't listened to our podcast and even um, if you have just revisiting it looking at that matrix and figuring out if it works for you or there's something else that works for you but I encourage you to just dive into this next episode and just really take it in and, and think about reflect or make plans for the next year enjoy our take back Tuesday sometimes life is messy Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. So today we're going to be talking about building focus in our lives. And so over the past few weeks, we have covered prioritizing, we have covered organizing your space. So now that we're all masters at that, right, because we set some goals. So hopefully we've achieved those or working on those. And so now we're just going to think about how to build focus in our life. So whether it's at work or at home, it's always a very important task to do. So I'm not sure about you all, and you all can chime in if you if this relates to you all. But have you ever, whether it's a Monday morning, or maybe when you come back from a conference, you're like, I'm going to do this, I've got this goal, I'm going to rock it out, I'm going to accomplish it. And then life happens, right? And you something happens at work, or someone comes into the office, or you get a phone call, or maybe something happens at home, and it changes your day, or maybe even your week. And so your focus is just gone. Has that ever happened to you all? I'm sure not, right? I mean, have you been shadowing me? (laughs) I think I call it like the squirrel moment where you're like, all right, I'm doing this thing. And then, oh, wait a minute, there's something I need to do. I'm gonna go that way. And then I totally forget what I was just doing. We talked about eating the frog and how sometimes we don't want to do those tasks. So maybe this building focus will help us out and give us maybe a little bit more directions and some goals to talk about. And I feel like there's constantly so many things running through my head, things that I feel like I have to do, that it's hard for me to focus on the one thing. It's that mental load. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. See, it all falls into place. So today we're going to be talking about three different uh, points in conversation or three points and about building focus. We're going to be talking about prioritizing tasks. 
We are going to be talking about building focus, and we're also going to be talking about setting goals. So the first thing we're going to be talking about is prioritizing tasks. So we've mentioned this topic before, uh, but that we're going to dive a little bit deeper into it. And so I just thought I'd kind of share like an experience that really I struggle with with prioritizing tasks for me. So um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit in in our intro and how you think your day's going to go one way and it really doesn't go that way. So I've mentioned before that I have a young son. He's one year old. And if you've ever had kids or been around kids, your schedule is never your schedule or what you think it's going to be. And so especially over the past, you know, few months, like he's been sick or something's happened and I've had to take off work or my husband's have to take off work and I get behind. And I'm sure you all probably have, even if it's not children, and I'm sure our listeners probably can relate to that too. um, It's just, it's hard. It's hard to, to prioritize things. So we are going to look at a way to prioritize called the Eisenhower matrix. And we can put this in the show notes so you can kind of visually see it. And it's really like a kind of like a tic-tac-toe type board for if you're a visual person. So the matrix has you rank items by levels of urgency. And a lot of times we may do this in our mind, but we may not write it down, right? Uh, It basically says looking at things that are urgent and important. So things that you need to do first important not urgent so those are things that need to be done they can maybe done a little bit later but they're still very important and then urgent not important so those are those little tasks and that made me think about the eating the frog thing as well Mm -hmm. those things that we okay I can do this and you put those things off that are very important but really you can do them a little bit later So the next one is urgent, not important. And we've talked about this as well, delegating, Mm -hmm. right? So delegating, and that's important. So we're refocusing on that as well. And the last one's not urgent, not important, and you can eliminate that completely. Ooh, I like that one. That one sounds good. So how, what do you all think about this? Do you use this or is this something maybe you do, but maybe not specifically in this way? I think kind of like you said, we do this in our mind, but then I forget like what all was in there and how did I rank it? And this is neat. And I kind of wonder, like in my head, I'm thinking to get like a whiteboard and divide it into this where I can put it on there. And then as it's done, just like erase it and then add as I go, like something that's just kind of like a a living to do list, um, but that I'm putting it on my list in this order so that I have more focus from the very beginning. That's a really good idea. I, I'm the queen of sticky notes over here. And so I, I do order my tasks usually. And I will take one day of the week. Sometimes it's the end of the week that thinking, okay, this is what I need to do for next week. And I will reorganize the to-do list in order. Um, I find myself really wanting to do those tasks that are super simple and that I like to do. They may not be urgent, um, they, they're still imp- important, but they're not super urgent, but I like to do them. So I'm going to do that before the one that I'm dreading doing. So I really need to be better about eating that frog. And as you're talking about this, I know the activity right now that is on my list that I need to do that is important. And it is, it's, it's not super urgent yet, but it will be. Right. And you all know me. I'm not the best at 
making list or sticky notes. So I've been curious about your list making because we talked about we list did. Making hey, couple, I do a couple of episodes ago. How's your list making? It's going? going well. I do have a list, so you all should be proud. And you didn't have to remind me about doing a task that you said you were going to have to because I already did it. Hey, you know I mean? True. Yeah, we did see? talk about that. We did. So um, I'm working on it. But I think that this would work better for me because I am a visual person. Mm-hmm. So just making a list is not, uh, it does kind of help. But I think uh, like this matrix type thing maybe. And also like kind of you said, um, would just be better to say what's urgent, what's not urgent. And I like the delegate because sometimes mm-hmm. we don't really do that. And so I think this also goes back into um, our word that we've always kind of been going with. So being intentional about mm-hmm. things and trying to make it work. Yeah, I just I really like this ranking system. I just think it, it would help. So I know, like like Ashley said, definitely I want to check things off or mark through them. And so it, you can get to those not important do later ones and be like, yeah, I did all these but then I didn't do my urgent ones and and then I panic. And I know sometimes I feel like I work good under pressure and I do, I can produce under pressure, but why do that all the time to myself and just increase that stress level for no reason? And I think it also ties back into um, what you were talking about and the mental load. Mm-hmm. This could be something that we do at home with our families mm-hmm. and those, whether it's, you know, things with the kids or where they have to go or you know, laundry or dishes or, you know, whatever it is may be, or especially during the holiday season. I know everyone's always usually stressed, but having that visual thing at home and everybody can see it and kind of know, and that would also help delegate too, I think. And I think it's interesting that we actually have not urgent, not important, eliminate. Why do we keep things on our to-do list that really aren't important? They don't add value to anything, but we keep them on there and they hover over us when we could just get rid of them. And so I love that that's in here because I think we all do that. I think we all keep things on our to-do list that shouldn't be there anymore. And this will remind us like, okay, it's not urgent. It's not important. Get it out of here. And I wonder if we go back to the doing things that other people think that we should be doing and and we're worried about what others are thinking. So maybe that's why we're keeping them on that to-do list because someone thinks it's important and we need to decide for ourselves and our family what is important. Yeah, that goes back to our values conversation. Mm-hmm. You're like, is this something I value? And if it's not, why am I keeping it on my list? Um, it's just bogging me down. So our second topic is building focus in general. And this is going to kind of talk about building focus and finding your flow when you're working, controlling your time. And we've mentioned that a little bit in the past. And then minimizing your distractions, which I think are all kind of hard things to do. We're going to start with finding flow. What do you all think about the finding flow? What do you think that means? Or what does that mean to you when you think about building focus or accomplishing tasks? You're so into something that you're, you're not willing to stop. You don't want to stop. You're just right in it. You're surrounded by it. Yeah, I think the getting started is hard, but once you get in and you're just, it's going. Like, things are just coming to you. It's coming naturally. You, you know, you're, you're getting the work done in a very proficient way. You're all exactly right. So, building flow is just becoming absorbed in what you're doing. And it talks about the internal motivation. So, you're really internally drive to finish that task. Or it's just clicking. We've we've mentioned before about doing the things that you're good at or things like that, like at the beginning of the day, and then 
at the end of the day when you're maybe tired or kind of burn out a little bit um, doing those tasks that could be the those um, not urgent type things next we're going to be doing the controlling your time and this is just kind of really talking about that it can be difficult to focus and I'm sure you all agree with that. So just trying to implement time-based tasks. So whether that's one minute or it's five minutes or longer, whatever you all, whatever you could kind of say, I'm going to take this task, I'm going to have five minutes to do it, setting a timer. We've mentioned that before. And when that's off, go into the next thing. But there's also a method where you can toggle back between different things. So you can set a timer and say, 25 minutes, I'm going to work on this task. I'm going to take a minute break, and then I'm going to come back or five minute break, come back, spend another 25 minutes, take another short break. And then whether you continue that for a little bit, maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then take a longer break. So do you all think maybe any of those things you could adopt those or do you all do any of that stuff? I think it would be really hard for me to stop in the middle of a task, especially if I've found that flow Mm -hmm. where I'm really, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's totally different. Maybe this is if you can't find that flow, if you, if Mm -hmm. you, if it's something that you have to make yourself do setting that timer. And I think that would actually, that would work, especially for this task that I'm thinking of in my head right now that I'm like, (laughs) okay, you just have to do it. You're doing it this afternoon, probably tomorrow, but I'm going to do it and setting that timer and saying, I'm going to spend this amount of time on that task because it is one that has to be done. Like I said, it's not urgent yet, but it will be if I keep putting it off. I don't know. I struggle with this one. I don't like going back and forth between things. Like I like to be really focused in on one thing and knock it out and then go, woo, done with that and check it off and go to the next thing. So I I think there's probably value in this in a way that I could do it. I'm just trying to figure out how that works for me. Um, well, it may not. And, and it might not. It right. might not be my personality might not me- mesh with right. this. And that's know. okay. And that's a good a good thing to recognize. And listeners may be thinking the same thing. Like, I don't think I could do that. But you know what? Some people may. Mm-hmm. So it may just depend on your personality or maybe what task you're specifically doing, whether you could adopt it or not. For me, I'm thinking, oh, wait, I could probably do this when I'm cleaning at home. Oh, yeah. Because we've talked about before, you never clean faster than when somebody calls and says, I'm coming over in 20 minutes. I'll see you soon. And then you're rushing. So maybe if I think I've got 10 minutes to do this and then maybe it would make me clean faster. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like set a timer for each room and like I have this much time I'm going to spend in this space. Mm -hmm. And so get this as organized, cleaned, whatever the task is as possible. I could see that that working out for sure. So maybe maybe that's how this fits for me. It's just not maybe a work related thing. Mm hmm. And the last one about talking about building focus is managing task. So you can also use techniques to manage your task and that's tracking your task that is deconstructing task. And we've mentioned that a little bit before where you break down larger tasks into smaller things. But this also talks about using the Eisenhower method for specific tasks. So maybe not a large scale. These are my, this is my list. Maybe this task and here's how I need to divide it out into. And I've never really thought about that before. And then targeting tasks. So focusing on things that you are, and you mentioned this while ago, Ashley, you're good at. So that's targeting tasks that you are good at, you want to do. So that can help you manage your task a little bit better. And so 
that's kind of basically the, the wrapping up, the building the focus section. And then the next one is setting goals. And I think this is probably one of like the most important things about this. This topic is it's important to have short and long term goals. And a lot of times we don't have that. Or you have maybe a short term or a long term goal. You don't. I know I personally don't just sit down, take some time and just think about where I'm going. A lot of times I do at work. But maybe like goals at home or things like that. Do you all can you all relate to that? Or do you all do do you all have long term or short term goals? No, I can definitely relate to that. And I think even there are things that that I picture in my head that I would like to do. But as far as sitting down and making that smart goal, which I bet you're about to get into. Exactly. Yes. Um, so I guess I have goals in my head. But as far as planning out how I'm going to get there, I don't know that. I can say that I do that all the time. Right. And so I definitely don't. And so like you mentioned a while ago, the smart, building a smart task. And I'm listeners, you may have heard this before, but it's just making a goal and then making sure it's specific, making sure that's measurable, making sure it's achievable and timely. And when you do that, it helps you put your goal in writing, of course, but it also helps you keep track. So we've talking, we've really talked about managing your time and things like that. I think it's good because it takes like a dream or a wish and makes it reality because you get to take a look at like, oh, this is what I would love to accomplish or what I would love to do. But when it's just kind of floating out there in space, there's not really anything to like hone in on and say, okay, how how is this going to work? Is this possible? What are the steps I need to take? And this takes that dream and says, okay, how can I be more specific about it? How will I know if I've accomplished it? You know, all of those different things. Do I have a time limit? Because if time is like infinite, then it becomes not urgent and maybe not important. And so it doesn't get on that to-do list very well and it keeps being shoved down. So I think this is really valuable, but not something that I think a lot of us take advantage of. I, I mean, I think we know that it would be helpful, but it's making ourselves say, okay, like this dream, this wish is important enough that I need to focus in and make a plan for myself. This is the plan of the goal. Like this is how I can get there. This makes me think I recently went into a school and the class was working on vision boards. Mm. When I was researching this, I was thinking, you know what, that's that's exactly what this is. It's probably a little more specific and time oriented versus the vision board. But this could be something that you do as a family or Mm -hmm. something that you challenge your kids to do. This could be something you can do at work. I think this has a lot of opportunities. I can think of one goal. There's a vacation that I really want to take. And it's not just the typical we're going to take this vacation every year. It's a big, big special vacation that I'm like, this is where we want to go. We want to do this. But have I made any plans to actually make that a reality? Or is that just a dream? Right now, it's just a dream. But this, this motivates me to think about, okay, so if I want to take this, or we want to take this, how much money do we need to save specifically towards that? How long is it going to take us to do that? And when do I want to make sure that we're able to do that by? So this is this has really motivated me to set that goal. 
So that makes me think of um, the concept of a bucket list um, and listing out all those things like this would be the ultimate dreams that I would like to accomplish, the experiences I would like to have, the things I would like to do. And so maybe that's where it starts. Maybe you sit down with your family or just yourself and you make that bucket list like this is my personal bucket list. This is my couple bucket list. This is my family, whatever. You can break it into stages and then go, okay, which one do we want to focus on and pick one at a time and make this smart goal, like sit at and write it out and make that plan. And then once you can check that off the bucket list, you go to the next one and then it's less overwhelming. And, and then you start making those dreams be a goal that can become a reality. And I think that's a really good point to start with one. Mm-hmm. If we, I mean, we could make smart goals all day long, but then where that's where that overwhelm comes back into play. So I think that's a really good point to pick that one that you want to go with. And maybe you pick one at work and you pick one at home. Yeah, I think so. And one personal, maybe one family. I, mean, I think you can do do it like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely when you start going, oh, well, these three, let's go for it. I think we set ourselves up for failure and then we get discouraged and we stop setting those smart goals. So you all have already started with my challenge for the week. So I'm glad you all are thinking about it already. So our challenges, I have a couple different challenges. So you can do both or you can pick one. So one challenge is to start prioritizing your to-do list, to use that matrix and whether that's broad, as we talked about, like an overall, or it's just individual task and how you want to use it. And then also I wanted to challenge you all to create either a short term or a long term goal using the SMART method and to make sure that you do actually achieve it in the time that you needed to achieve it in. So you all are already on your way. Thank you all so much for joining us on today's episode of Life Simplified. Hopefully you had enjoyed it and maybe learned a couple new things today. If you have any questions or comments or anything, please just shoot us an email at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.